and welcome back sports fans we are back for the second episode in less than a week and today we changed topics yesterday it was the ncaa tournament today it is footy and you know both brad and i are major footy heads and we have the afl men's competition starting up in less than 24 hours from recording so you know what we got to do a season preview let's welcome him mr brad cross and my co-host brad how you doing sir oh i'm doing well donnie footy's in the air excitement's in the air so we're getting ready to get going with the men's competition we've also got the women's finals this week so we'll be able to watch that as well as the men's start. So it's, it's going to be really interesting to see everything go down this weekend. Could see some major milestones hit. Could see some very entertaining matchups. So it's going to be very fun to get to see how everything goes. All righty. I think let's get right into it, sir. Everybody likes doing it. It's probably one of the most difficult things to do in all of footy. And that is to tip where we think each of these teams are going to end up at the end of this year. Again, early in the year, this is probably one of the most difficult things to do in all of footy, but let's, let's give it a test. Brad, right now, all things considered, no injuries, everything going in. Who are the eight teams that you see getting into the finals and competing for a premiership flag come early August into September, come September? Yeah, I think it's going to be really fun. Uh, I think there's going to be a couple of familiar faces, and I think there actually might be a couple of newcomers into the eight that we haven't seen in a while. So I think it's going to be fun to watch this year. But for me, I'm going to go with Melbourne 1, Brisbane 2, Port Adelaide 3, Western Bulldogs 4. Those will be the four that would get the double chance finals. And I got Geelong 5th, Sydney 6th, Richmond back into the finals in 7th. And I think Carlton is actually going to surprise people and get into eight. And I think the GWS is just going to be on the outside looking in, as will the likes of Essendon and Frio. So they'll be just on the outside looking in. But I do think that Carlton has got has done enough over the last couple of years to build that squad up. They're getting a couple of guys healthy. I think that they might be able to make a push at, at, at a finals run this year. And, and it's this is one of those seasons I looked at it and I was talking with a few people. Is there's up to 10, even 12 teams that I think could legitimately compete for a final spot this year this is going to be just an absolutely insane run when it comes to it 22 rounds it is going to be tough every single round so i think i should do my eight here's my eight and i'll do them in reverse order then i'll go eight to one in eight i think richmond gets in i agree with you i think richmond is much stronger much healthier i think they make the finals but I'm still thinking teams have figured out Richmond's style, and I think they're still going to have some issues when it comes to it being the dominant team that I think some people are assuming. I've got Essendon at seven. I like the way they're playing. I think they've got a young core, a core that's playing really, really well, and they just play an exciting brand of footy that I love watching. So Essendon at seven, at six, Geelong. I have to admit the first couple of times I did this, I could actually, I actually had one where Geelong didn't make the eight because I'm worried the overall makeup of this team is getting older, is getting less athletic. And I'm worried it's going to hurt them, but the way Geelong plays at home, the way they play their footy, they're going to be in games. I think they're going to do enough to get into the finals at fifth. I have the Sydney Swans. I think they're just going to fall short of the top four because 
The top four teams are just so good. I just don't see them getting in there. But I think, again, they're really, really close. Fourth, I have Port Adelaide. Port Adelaide, one of the best home and away teams every year. My worry is a few injuries at the start of the year. Could it set them back a little bit to start the season? And three, I have the Brisbane Lions. I think the Hipwood injury really affected them last year in the finals. It may may mess with their forward line structure a little bit, but once they get him back, plus the addition of Cam Reyna back from an ACL injury, Brisbane is going to be a dangerous, dangerous team this year in the AFL. Number two, just like they were in the grand final, I have the Western Bulldogs and number one, the Melbourne Demons. Again, the Demons didn't lose anybody. They didn't really add anything, but they have such a good roster, such a good team. If they can stay healthy again, very few teams in the competition are going to beat this D's team. So I have the D's finishing minor premiers. Now, instead of jumping to the finals and instead of jumping to the wooden spoon, I thought let's do some storylines really quickly. Just because there are several, several storylines, including I think one storyline is the talk of the wooden spoon, because there's a team I think is getting discussed about when it comes to the wooden spoon, 12 months ago, you'd have never even come close. And that's the West Coast Eagles. I mean, legitimately, I don't think I'm jumping off too high a limb to go, even with Jack Darling coming back from the COVID vaccination drama that has happened. I think West Coast, Gold Coast, and Hawthorne are in the discussion for who's going to win the wooden spoon this year. Yeah, I think that uh, you could maybe throw North Melbourne in there. However, they are also doing really well of getting their their list younger and a little bit more a little bit more uh experienced in terms of getting games under their belt so i think yes those four teams would be ones to look at uh i think for me uh go with a little bit of an american perspective here but i I do want to give a little bit of a shout out to peggy o'neill the outgoing president of the richmond footy club heading into her final year at the helm of the tigers will the tigers get back into the finals for her last season at the helm will they give her one last hurrah in the final series i think that'll be fun to to watch from an american perspective i like to watch that um seeing whether or not the melbourne demons can keep up the role that they went on last year to go minor premiers steamroll their way through the finals their first flag in 57 years and whether or not they can do it again they absolutely have the tools to do it they're healthy right now they're young they're tough they're hard-nosed they have the they have some of the best players in the game in Christian Pachaka and Clayton Oliver. I think that they're a great team that is poised to do really, really well. And then an early season headline, one that we might see actually fall on match day one, and that is Lance Franklin. Big bud and see whether or not, or it's not whether or not, it's a matter of when he will get his 1,000th goal in senior AFL footy. And it's going to be an absolute madhouse whenever it happens, whether it be at Stadium Australia for match day one or on match day two i think it's going to be great to see that happen regardless yep at the scg and it's going to be fun whether it happens at stadium australia scg wherever it happens it's going to be a great storyline for the afl yeah it's going to be insane and then a couple other ones that i've I've looked at is my storyline is that 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 run just outside the, the the Will a team that was outside of the eight jump in this year and take a place of an old one? My biggest thing is, at least with my eight, GWS falls out and Richmond hops in. As does mine. 
So I'm, I'm very fascinated to see, do we see more changes as I know that there, there have been several tipsters and there have been several pundits that have even said that they think Sydney will have a downish year this year compared to it. Maybe Carlton. And that's a storyline I'm fascinated with is Michael Voss coming in as the coach of the Carlton blues. And he takes over a team that's very talented. That's very, very, that, that has a deep list, but just has not really played to what we expect, I guess, would be the word I would say, expect from the Carlton Blues. And I know the fan base is getting very frustrated for a rebuild that seems to just keep going and going like the Energizer Bunny. So I'm very fascinated on that. And then uh, it will be a storyline to talk about is, is Richmond, was Richmond's year last year an, an enigma? Or was it the start of the end of the dynasty to where they're going to start coming back to the rest of the competition? We'll really have to see. I honestly think it was a little bit of an aberration. I think Richmond's going to be right there in the finals contention again. I think they're still, I mean, Dusty Martin comes back full and healthy. That instantly there makes that Richmond list was a, ravaged with injuries. Exactly. And, and, and Dusty can, can change a game with, just the snap of his fingers if he really wants to. And then the last one that I have is, is Melbourne this year. Last year, they were the surprise of the entire competition. There's no Melbourne and Sydney were the two teams that nobody, nobody in their right mind, even myself, even my beloved co-host here, neither of us had Melbourne and Sydney in the finals last year. You could not find anything that would say that. Very few pundits saw either of those teams in the finals. Melbourne goes on to win minor premiership and a premiership, and Sydney jumps from 15th on the ladder to 7th to 6th and make the finals. So this is very interesting to see is how does Sydney and Melbourne handle this year not being a surprise? This year, they are much, much more known to be a potentially good team. So how do they respond this year with neither list really making a ton of changes? So it's basically the same team from the previous year before. So, so, so many great storylines and I, I cannot wait the, the, the evening will go quickly. I know it, but the footy, it, it's going to be fantastic. And we start off really, really soon. We'll get to our tipping, but we, we got to go to it. Here's our eight. We each have set our eight. Really quickly, who do you think is going to be in the preliminary finals? What four teams will make the preliminary finals? And who do you think will be raising a premiership banner next season? So I'm going to go with Melbourne and Port winning the two qualifying finals and getting to the prelims. So Port Adelaide actually going to the GABA and beating the Lions. Then I do see Brisbane and the dogs getting past Geelong and Sydney in the semifinals to get themselves into the prelims. So I'm going to have my top four of Melbourne, Brisbane, Port Adelaide, and the dogs all into the prelims. I don't think that there's going to be any major stunners getting past those top four. I think, like you said, there, there's the top, there's, there's those top four. And then I think there's everybody else. I think that there's going to be a noticeable gap between the top four and the rest of the comp because they're just so good. 
Yeah, it'll be fun for me. I, I've got a little bit. I got a little bit of fun. I have the doggies and D's in one preliminary final after after a few upsets, and then I have Port Adelaide and Brisbane in the other. I have the D's knocking off the doggies again. I just think their defensive structure is just so good. They they're gonna give the doggies trouble. They play that hard style of football that I think plays really really well in finals, and then I have Brisbane. I like the way I like Brisbane if they get Hipwood back. I think they are a dangerous, dangerous team, super athletic, super deep in the midfield. They are going to give everybody headaches this year. So I have a grand final of the Melbourne Demons be the Brisbane Lions, and I have the Lions knocking off Melbourne one step short from being back-to-back At the MCG. Premiers. At the wow. MCG, I think Bris- I think Brisbane plays a style that will fit in any type of venue. I think Brisbane is such a good team. Their athleticism is very difficult to stop. And if they can stay healthy, they're a very dangerous, dangerous team. And I think the D's, I think they're going to get a little bit more of a reality check this year. I think teams are going to be after them a little bit more. And I think it's going to wear on them to the point that's going to lead to Brizzy having a chance to win the flag. So I've got my flag contender. I've got my flag winner. Who do you have raising the cup? So my grand final is going to be the same thing. I'm going to have Melbourne versus Brisbane. I think that Melbourne's going to knock off Port Adelaide and Brisbane will knock off the Western Bulldogs or excuse me. I'm going to have the, I'm going to have Melbourne knocking off Brisbane in the prelim and then Port Adelaide knocking off the dogs. So it'll be Melbourne v Port in the grand final, excuse me. And I'm going to have the D's going back to back. I think that that midfield core is just too strong. If they can hold together and stay healthy with Petraka, Oliver, and then with the likes of Salem down back, Langdon on the wing, the likes of Benny Brown kicking goals, Bailey Fritch as well. I just think that the D's are just too strong. I think that there is enough in there with the likes of Luke Jackson as well, the rising star from last year, potentially playing a bigger role this season. I just think that the, I just think the D's are going to be too much again. I, I do think that we're looking at we, we had the Tiger Dynasty. I think we're going to be on the verge of the Demon Dynasty here. Awesome. Awesome. So I think, sir, that's going to do it for a lot of our prediction and previews into it. I think, you know what, sir, let's let's do some tipping. We got round one starting in less than 10 hours from when we are recording this. So let's go through it. Let's go through round one and let's tip and see who we like in each of these games. We get the grand final rematch in the MCG as the Demons host the Western Bulldogs. Who do you like in this one? This is actually going to surprise because I was just talking about the D's and how much I'm, I'm back in them. I think the dogs are actually going to get off the mark here and win this one. Uh, I think that there is a really banged up back line for the D's right now with the likes of Petty out and a couple of others out. So I think that the dogs are going to be up for it. They're going to have revenge on their mind. And I think the dogs are going to get off the mark here, get a win on win in round one. But I think that that's just going to light a fire under the demons. That's going to drive in the rest of the season. So I do actually tip the dogs in this one. See, and for me, I'm going to go with the D's. I know they've got a little bit of a weaker back line, but I still say I think the dogs are much stronger when Josh Bruce is up forward. And until Josh Bruce comes back from that ACL injury, I think their forward line is going to miss a little bit something because either Mayor Lever can take Naughton. And then really, there's not a significantly dangerous forward in the doggies lineup where. If you look at it on the other side, you've got a lot of significant dangerous players for the Melbourne Demons. I think the D's can score more. I'm going to have the D's win this one, but I have it in a 
nail biter. I think this one comes down to the fourth quarter, even a last, even an after the siren kick would not surprise me at all. We jump to Thursday night and the normal opening game most years, and that is Carlton hosting the Richmond Tigers at the MCG. I have the Tigers bouncing back, getting a win, uh, Dusty Martin coming back and showing out on prime time on Thursday night. Yeah, I think it's going to be Tiger time once again. I think that uh, I think it's going to take a little bit of time for this Carlton team to gel. I think they will eventually get there, but I am going to go with the Tigers getting off the mark here and getting a win on round one. Awesome. We jumped to Friday night, a little bit of a, a lackluster game on Friday night, but after two barn burners to start off, we, we, it's okay to have a little letdown. And now we have the St. Kilda Saints taking on the Collingwood Magpies. Who do you like in this one? I'll go with what the tippers might, might call an upset. I'm going to go Collingwood here. Uh, I think that St. Kilda is really banged up right now. They got a lot of key outs. And I think that Craig McRae has really got this Collingwood team in a better place. I think that they have a better team chemistry right now. I think that the pies will get up for I think that we'll see a couple of goals out of big Mason Cox. Uh, I'm going to go Collingwood here. I am. I'm, I'm with you on this one. I, I picked the upset. I think I don't like the injuries and, and some of the outs for Collingwood. I think they're, they are big time players that I think will really impact this team. Collingwood's a team that I I think if they can get off to the right stretch is going to cause a few headaches this year. They may not be finals contention, but they're going to be that thorn in the side team because I think Craig McCray has changed the the Collingwood game style a little bit. They're not the, the hold and possession footy team that they used to be. So I'm fascinated by this one because Collingwood could get off to a nice little start if they can get four points here against the St. Kilda Saints. Let's jump down also in the MCG um, will be the Geelong Cats hosting the Essendon Bombers. Normally, you would think first game of the year, Essendon's going to be full of you-know-what and vinegar, but I-, I like the steady hand of the Cats. I think they're just so experienced. They won't let the nerves of the first game of the season get to them. I think Essendon has, has an incredible team. I just think it's going to take them a little bit to kind of get, get settled where the old heads of Geelong, I think, will be able to settle quickly. So I have the Cats in this one, even if it is at the MCG. I like this matchup. I think it's going to be a really fun one to watch. I'm going to go with the Cats here. Uh, I think the Essendon is just going to take a little bit of time, kind of like I was saying about uh, Carlton, to start to gel a little bit more. I think the Essendon is going to be dangerous this season and contend with Carlton for that eighth spot on the ladder. But I am going to go Geelong here to get off the mark. Awesome. We jump up to Australia Stadium in Sydney, where we see the GWS Giants host, you know, Brad and I's beloved Sydney Swans, sir. I know the storyline is buddy, but here's the biggest thing here is, is for me, I want him to kick a thousand quickly because I think once that happens, it will open up this team and will let them relax and let them play footy. I think Sydney gets this one just because there are no Toby green. You've you got some injury clouds potentially over a few of a few of the giants players. So I like the swans in this one, but whenever the swans and giants play, it's always a dandy. Yeah. I like the swans too. I, I think it's going to be a, uh, of course, a storyline game waiting to whether see whether or not Buddy Franklin kicks his 1,000th in this game or not. But I, I do like the build of the Swans team around him. Uh, I like the ability of, of Logan McDonald to partner with him up in the forward line. There, will, will be, well, there won't be Tom Papley. He's going to be out for a couple of weeks of the hamstring. But, but I do like this defensive midfield for the, for the Swans. I think that Callum Mills, as long as he's healthy, will be a great addition. Isaac Heaney as well. In the, in the half forward line, I think he's going to be a real, real cog for them. I think that it's going to be a little bit of a, 
a little bit of a hard run for GWS. I think Sydney's going to have revenge on their mind after the elimination final last year down in Tassie. So I will go with Sydney. Awesome. Awesome. We jump up to the Gabba in probably the marquee game besides the early games early in the year as the Brisbane Lions at home at the Gabba take on the Port Adelaide power. Who do you like in this one? Oh, I hope he didn't freeze. I think potentially my co-host has frozen here. I'm going to just continue to keep talking and hopefully he pops back on to our Zoom that we are doing here. It'll be very interesting to see that we will definitely for me i i like uh the brisbane i like the brisbane lions in this one at home at the gabba uh, a tough team port for some weird reason when they go on the road is always a difficult matchup sometimes so we will definitely have to see how that goes once hopefully brad is back we will, we will get his tips for the rest of it i'm just going to continue to tip here until hopefully we get brad back the next game will be also at the Melbourne Cricket Ground, and that is Hawthorne versus North Melbourne. And he's, he's back. Thankfully, I kept talking enough to get him back. Let's do it again. Brisbane Lions, Port Adelaide. Who do you like in this one? Uh, I like anything except my computer. Um, <laughs> but in the matchup, I'm, I'm going to go with Brisbane. I think that the home field advantage will do them well. Uh, I think it's going to be a really tough matchup going both ways. I think it's going to be a great star-sided affair. But I'm going to go with the Brisbane Lions in this one. All right. I also have the Brisbane Lions as well at home. I think they play the Gabba so well. Port, for some reason, sometimes doesn't always travel well. Back to the MCG sees what many people say could potentially be the bottom two teams in the ladder as Hawthorne takes on the North Melbourne Ruse. And I don't care what the majority of people say. I like North Melbourne in this. When you have a brand new coach trying to put in a brand new system, no matter how many experienced players you are, there is always going to be a little bit of struggles. And I see this happening. North Melbourne, yes, they add a couple. They add a couple of really good cogs in the midfield with Hugh Greenwood and Jason Horn Francis. I like the ruse in this one. Yeah, I I don't know. I, I think I'm still going to ride with Hawthorne. I'm going to ride with Tommy Mitchell on this one. I think that I think that this is going to be a tough game. I think that it could come down to the last kick in this one, and it actually could be one of the the contenders for match of the week. But uh, I am going to go with the with the tippers pick here and go with Hawthorne. Awesome. Let's jump over to South Australia where the Adelaide Crows open their season at home against the Frio Dockers, a Frio Dockers team that I like a lot. I think this is going to be a team that's going to be close to the finals. Who do you liking in this one? The Crows at home or the Dockers on the road? Ah, uh, this is tough. Matty Tavin has just been ruled out with a hamstring for Frio. That's a tall option in the forward line that's out. I'm tempted to go and pick Adelaide here a little bit against the grain, but I'm actually going to go with Frio on this one. I think that there's enough healthy bodies in there to make up for Tavener's absence. I'm going to go with Frio in this one interstate and get the win. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on this one. I think Frio's midfield additions of Clark and Brody and some of those, I think will be able to kind of help that loss of Tabiner. Lob is still there. You still got Walters. You still got some guys that I think can do some damage up forward. So I'm going to go the Frio Dockers in this one, but I think that one's going to be a really good game. And we end the year out in the West as the putrid, petrid, petulant West Coast Eagles take on the also putrid and petulant Gold Coast Suns. So a very fascinating game to end the round. Who do you like in this one? I'm going to go Gold Coast here. Uh, I think that this is a, uh, a tough matchup for West Coast, especially given all the, 
injury carnage plus the Jack Darling fiasco, as you will. Um, I'm going to go with Gold Coast. I think Matty Riles going to have a really nice game in midfield. I think that they're going to have enough to get it done. Awesome. I'm with you on this one. I like Gold Coast. I think Gold Coast has a much healthier team uh, right now. West Coast has only got 24 fit players. Yes, they add some top-up players, but there's a good chance that some of these waffle top-up players may have to play to help West Coast get through these first couple of games. So I like Gold Coast in this one to end the round, an absolutely cracking one. But Brad, I'm going to th- I'm gonna throw you a tiny bit of a curveball here. I want to ask you this. We've been talking footy. We talked the men's preview competition, but you know what? We've got women's finals and we've been talking the women's this year. Would it be too much for stretch to ask? Let's preview the finals because two cracking games of footy to set us up. So, uh, and and I'm I'm glad that you agreed with this, ladies and gentlemen, this is an ad lib. This was not discussed before this, but I think it is, it is a great thing to do. Let's talk quarter fight quarter qualifying finals if i could spit the correct q word out i would be marvelous all right let's jump down to arden street where friday night 10 10 our time here in the states which i think is an incredible start time north melbourne ruse frio dockers who's who's moving on and who's going home i'm gonna go with north here i think that there's just too many solid bodies in that north midfield and I think that they're going to be able to overrun this Frio team. I don't think that Kiara Bowers is going to be able to do it herself. Uh, I think that there's just too much of a quality side around North that's going to be able to do the job. And they're playing at home and Frio having to play in Melbourne. I don't think that this, I just think that that's going to be a nightmare for Frio having to play with the team that they've got at the moment. So I'm going to go North here. And I think it's going to be, uh, it, it, they might be able to hold on a little bit at the start Frio, but I think it's going to start to run away with them in the second half. I think this is one of those. If this was in Fremantle over, I'd be a little bit more at, apt to pick Fremantle in this one. But because they've had so many people returning from COVID protocols and they've, they've had so many injuries and they've, they've lost some, yes, they'll get Cuthbertson back, which I think will be a great addition for Frio. But I just, I like North. I think North has been playing really well. Ash Riddell, I mean, a hat tip to you, young lady. 42 disposals in the last game of the regular season, shattering the previous record of 35. But I just, I like the way North's playing right now. I think they've got a pizzazz playing at home. I think it's going to give them a lot of confidence. So I see the ruse moving on in this one. The second qualifying final is Saturday, 1210, at least here in the central time zone over here in the States hosts at the GABA, which I love that the Lions ladies are getting to play at the GABA versus Collingwood. And this one, I, I don't like this matchup for Collingwood. I think the Lions are just so good. They're playing such good footy right now. They are the most dangerous team in this qualify in the in these of these four teams in the qualifying finals. This is the most dangerous team in the entire competition. Yeah, I, I think that it's just gonna be a little bit too much for Collingwood to to go out against. I think that the losses of a couple of their key players are gonna hurt. And I think that Brisbane is just built too well at the moment. I think they're on a roll. I, I think Brisbane's going to get through this fairly easily. Mm-hmm. It'll be it'll be absolutely fascinating. And, and so we don't shut this thing down too short. Really quickly, by our winners here, we have North Melbourne will then take on the Adelaide Crows in Norwood Oval and the Lions versus the D's. So really quickly, if, if this does happen the way we just predicted, who are the two teams do you see in the grand final? 
I'm going to go with the Crows and the Lions. I, I think it's going to be a rematch of last year. I think that the way that they're going at the moment, I think it's going to be a cracking game between the D's and the Lions if it makes if it gets to that point. But I, I think that the Lions just have a little bit too much experience on that side. I think they'll be able to use the motivation from last year to get back into the grand final. I'm going to go Crows and Lions. Yeah, it'll be it'll be fascinating. I'm I'm agree with you. I think the Crows are just a little too strong for North, but that game's going to be a Casey Fields and Melbourne plays Casey Fields. It is a fortress down there. Now, I don't think Brisbane will be affected by the Casey Fields wind as much as some teams with their run and gun style. But I like the D's at home. I I'm I, I know the Lions are a tough team, and it won't shock me if the Lions get by the D's. But I like the D's at home. I think the D's always play Casey Fields very well. So I see an Adelaide Demons Grand Final, and I think the Crows kind of last dance t- style. I think the Crows win the entire thing. So with yours, Crows v Lions, who do you have winning the Premiership in AFLW this year? I think Crows have been too good all year. I think that it's it's just a, a moment of uh, moment of destiny waiting to happen. I think that they're just too good at the moment. I think that they're going to win it. Yeah, so that'll be absolutely fascinating. And ladies and gentlemen, that is our AFL preview, our AFL round review and, and finals preview. Wow, I mean, can you believe it? The men's comp is back. Women's is hitting the pointy end of the season. Are you loving this time of year? Yeah, and mix that with March Madness and everything else going on at the moment with soccer and all that. It's it's just perfect storm. Yeah, you, you got absolutely. a packed out calendar. I mean, let, let me just pull this up. I mean, Saturday is going to be quite the day. I mean, we've got Sydney GWS in the morning. We've got Six Nations Rugby, FC Bayern, Sporting Kansas City. I mean, it, it's going to be a packed out day, plus Iowa and the NCAA tournament, assuming they make the second round. So it's just going to be an absolutely packed weekend of sports. And I'm very much looking forward to it. Yeah, and then and then the crazy part about it is that you also, if you wanted to, being from Iowa, the Iowa men's wrestling team is in the championship in the champ in the NCAA championships this weekend as well. To to add as is the women's basketball the, team playing at home in the tournament. Yeah, exactly. To a laundry list of things there, well, ladies and gentlemen, that is going to do it for our AFL and footy review podcast this week this week we had our march madness preview that is already out please give it a listen see how close we are when it comes to it on our tips i mean yes there are a few that we tip with our heart but i think it'll be absolutely fascinating and i cannot wait for the footy to tip off i'm going to be up i'm going to get it a little bit tape delayed but i'm going to be up and watching that game between the d's and the dogs tomorrow morning i cannot wait sir Thank you again for joining me on another podcast, our second of the week. Yeah, it's going to be very, very fun to get to watch these two teams start us off and the D's and the dogs going in, in for the first game of the round. And then it'll be fun on, on Saturday morning getting, getting to watch the Sydney Swans again. Footy has been back for a couple of months now, but now we actually get the Sydney Swans back. We actually get to watch our beloved team finally hit the ground running and see whether or not Buddy can kick his thousandth goal on Saturday or if we're going to have to wait another week. It'll be fun. It will be fun. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll be back next week to review everything that has happened in the realm of sports. As long as our technology decides to work, we'll be back next week.